What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Optimize You podcast, where we talk all things improving your nutrition, mindset, health, well-being, literally everything in between so that you can improve yourself and become a better version of you. So we're back today. Alex, what is going on, my man? How we doing? What up, dude? I'm doing good, man. Honestly, I don't remember what I said last week, but I'm, I feel like better than I ever had before right now, which is which is a good feeling. I feel like I finally have the tools and we talked about environment, a different environment as well. We were talking about before that, and I had talked about it on my previous podcast around that story of really not feeling safe in my own environment. And so now that I'm in a different environment, it feels like just like a weight lifted off my shoulders. And also just, God, this, this year of growth has really led to me just feeling amazing and knowing how to handle rough days. Because really, we're never going to feel happy all the time. We're never going to feel moated every, every day, just like we talked about on the last week's podcast. But if we have those tools to deal with those days, then it's going to be so much easier to at least get that those those good quality feelings that, and emotions that we all want to feel on a regular basis more often. So, how about you? Good man, dude. I'm doing great. I just had some some family. Well, I call him family. It's my best friend. His wife was in town, uh, just really enjoying ourselves. They just took off. They're kind of doing a little road trip, so they're on their way to Idaho. I'm in Oregon, Portland area, and they came up from the Bay Area, from California. So they're kind of continuing on their way, and uh, everything's good, man. And, and I love that you brought up the fact about environment because I'm finding myself in situations and scenarios where I need to do the same. And realizing that, I think the self awareness that you were just talking about is huge, man. I'm like thinking of my own scenarios and my own current circumstances now, and and being self aware of where you're currently at. I felt like for a portion of time here, I was like kind of going through the motions and just feeling stuck, feeling drained, feeling like asking myself questions of like, why am I doing this? And anytime those questions come up, they're like red flags for me and like an alarm that goes off of going, okay, maybe it's an environment like you were talking about. Maybe it's uh, being self-aware in the first place of the current circumstances that I'm in. And I wasn't spending enough time, you know, being consistent, which we'll lead into today is being consistent on working on myself, man. I was dumping all my energy in everybody else and finding myself in a position of like, man, when's the last time you spent a little time focusing and, and bettering yourself, you know? So these podcasts absolutely help me. They get me fired up because they, yes, we're giving information and we're providing value and we're dumping in everybody else, but it also creates awareness for me um, on how I can be better, how I can improve myself. And so I just, I just love hopping on these things and jamming, man, for sure. Dude, I love it. It's the, I, I literally just had a story this morning where I was like, we have, and we've been talking about this a lot on the podcast, and this is going to be a common theme from me a lot is like doing more things that you are like jacked up, juiced up to do and excited to do. And the podcast is one of my favorite parts of the week. Like I literally, I love coming on here. Like you said, jamming with you going back and forth. Like we could talk for hours. If, if, if we didn't, <laughs> if we could, we'd probably have some three hour episodes on here. Where we just like go back. And oh, forth. for sure. I know we take stuff from each other. Like I've already taken so many things from you and like started adopting it like with myself, like as just like a, just a practice that I use on a daily basis and also like adding it into my program and helping my clients with stuff. Cause that's what I think we're both always after on this podcast as well Is like, okay, we want to provide as much value as possible to everybody out there. But at the same time, like how can we learn and get better and like through talking with other people and through us just like chatting on different subjects, like, Oh shit, I didn't think of that. Like that's an awesome, awesome thing. Cause we're coming from two different perspectives 
two different full experiences and life experiences that we've gone through. So like I, this is one of the favorite, favorite part portions of my week, dude. Dude, it's awesome. I get I get excited for it all the time because we may say, say some things that necessarily like, oh, okay, I knew that, but it, it's also like one of one of our favorite mentors and people that we like. They always say you need to be reminded more than you need to be taught, right? So maybe if it's not something new, even the people listening to this, maybe it's something like I noticed that I needed a reminder on a specific topic that we were jamming on before we hopped on the call. It's like if I didn't have that reminder, I would have just been stuck in this same motion going over and over and over trying to figure out what was wrong, not even being aware of what was wrong. And I'll just keep repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again. And then I get frustrated and then I wonder why. Um, and so being able to come to, you know, realization and understand like, Oh no, there it's okay. It's, it's cool to hear some things that, you know, when we hop on this podcast, like you'll say a lot of things that I'm like, Oh damn, I forgot about that. Like, or, I didn't see it in that sort of light, in that sort of perspective. And I hope the people that are listening to this as well, hopefully Alex and myself can provide different perspectives on things, sharing our personal experiences, which will be totally different. There's going to be a lot of similarities and carryover, but hopefully as we share our stories, uh, both with our clients and with our personal life, that you guys can relate, you can take at least, even if it's just something small um, and have the ability to apply it to become that much better, right? That's literally what our podcast is about is, is optimizing yourself. So, and that's, and that's what I truly think it's about. It's not about doing these drastic changes, hitting this magic golden nugget button, even though you will probably get some of those here and there. Uh, but I think everybody looks for like some crazy answers sometimes when it's really just hidden in uh, doing things consistently, right? Which leads into our topic today. I love it, dude. I think that's perfect. And and I'll get this out of the way. And first off, if this has been beneficial for you, make sure that you like, subscribe, share with a friend. Like we appreciate all of that. And uh, yeah, with that though, we're talking all about consistency. I think the we talked about motivation last week. This week we're talking on consistency, probably two of the biggest things that people struggle with. Like how can I get motivation? How can I be more consistent? But I do think that consistency is the key. Right. If you want to, to achieve any goal, it comes down to how can you repeat the same things or just, you know, repeat your actions over and over and over and over again. And for some people, it can get boring. And for some people, it's like, ah, like maybe like they think they're not doing the right thing. And I, you know, consistency over time is what actually allows you to achieve your goals. And I'll get the first one out of the way first. As I say this every week. And you, this is one of the big things that you had talked about before the the call or before this recording that that you got recently, and it is clarity. And I think that clarity is the first step. You're, I, I know people are probably already sick and tired of me talking about clarity, but when you can get clarity, then you can be consistent with the right things, right? I think that's the big thing is like, if we don't have clarity on what we truly want, our dream outcome, like the way that we, the direction we need to go to achieve our goals, then you're gonna be doing the wrong shit potentially. And so get that clarity, of what you want, why you want it, what's most important to you in life. And then we can develop that plan of attack and those daily habits that you can be consistent with. Cause that's, that's the big thing. And from there, I think that the first place that we should go, Matt, is just like on the side of like, what are some things that you've done in the past that have led to you not being consistent with something? 
Oh, I like that question. That's like the opposite. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm like, where do I start? Because there's so many different things. And it's cool when you when we're talking consistency, it's like one of those things where everybody thinks of consistency and they put it in like a positive correlation, meaning like, okay, I know if I'm extremely consistent, I'll get X, Y, Z outcome, which we know is like a fact, right? We're like, okay, if I do something and I do it consistently well over an extended period of time, assuming that my adherence is there and I'm hitting hitting it out of the park with consistency, it's inevitable that I'll get whatever I want, I'm trying to achieve at some point, right? In due time. I think people forget on the opposite side of the coin, if we're doing things that aren't conducive for us, that don't move us in the right direction, but we're doing those things consistently, that will also inevitably yield a different outcome, right? It may not be the outcome that we want, um, whether you're consistently good or you're consistently bad, it's going to drive an outcome. So if we find ourselves in this position of like, man, I'm getting an outcome. It's not necessarily the outcome or result that I want. The good news is, is you're being extremely consistent, <laughs> right? The opportunity there is what are you being consistent with? So either one is going to drive an outcome. And I think this is the way I like to paint the picture in my head and look at it is like, we're constantly going to be putting ourselves in a position where we talked about casting votes, right? Like, so I always like to think of it as like, instead of going from a dead stop and then all of a sudden you feel yourself like trying to grind your gears and try to get things moving from this, this standstill, almost like I think of like a car broken down and you're trying to get behind your, the car that's broken down and you're pushing it. Like it's really, really hard to get that thing started, right? <laughs> Hopefully it's in neutral. You can at least move it. If you have a flat tire, it'd be even harder. But let's just say you don't have any gas in your car. When you get behind that thing, you start to push it. It's really hard to get started. Once that thing is moving, keep it moving. That's always my, my advice to people is like, get these little bits, these little chunks. I think people over-exaggerate what they have to do in order to start the process of being consistent towards the direction that they want to go. Um, I find myself when I'm doing things that I don't want the outcome, again, the good news is I'm doing something extremely consistent. It's probably just the wrong things. So if I've developed a habit of, man, when I get up in the morning, the first thing I do is I look at my phone boom, now my day is being dictated by whatever's going on in the world. I'm not, I'm no longer in control now. I'm, I'm now going about my day being in a reactive state. And that trickles into me doing that two to three times a week. Before I know it, it's five to seven times a week. Before I know it, it's just what I do. So when I get up in the morning, the first thing I'm doing, I look at my phone, I'm being reactive based on, cause I have no idea what's going to happen. But now my whole entire day is set up to be reactive in that reactive state. And man, I'll tell you what, there are points in time where I'm extremely consistent with that in being in a reactive state. And I will tell you 100% for a fact, it trickles into the rest of my day. May, basically going around operating my day, meaning going, keeping my fingers crossed, like, man, I hope nothing bad happens today. I hope everything's smooth. Like you're in a position of non-control, right? Non-intentionality. And anytime I find myself in that position, it usually is starting with the beginning of my day. And so if I'm not intentional with literally from the moment I wake up, for me, I love to be grateful. I love to share gratitude. When my when my left and my right foot hit the floor, it's literally thank you. And if I'm not doing that, and instead of being intentional with that, I'm looking at my phone first thing. Oh, man. It's like it's a downhill slide from there. And so I'm extremely consistent with the things that aren't conducive towards where I want to go. So I think consistency can go both ways, man. What are some ways that you feel yourself not being uh, or when you find yourself being inconsistent? Like 
what are the patterns there? Like what kind of shows up where you're, you know, where you have to force yourself to be self-aware to make some sort of change? What are the, some of the first signs? The big, the big thing for me is intention when it comes to consistency. Cause like you were saying, I think even if you're doing the right things, like for me, what, what happens with me sometimes is I'm like, I'm checking the box, right? I'm consistent, but I'm not consistent with intention, which I think is the big, big thing that people miss a lot of the time is like, well, I did it. You know, it's like I did it, but did you put effort into it? Did you actually care about that? Did you, did you put a hundred percent of what you were actually trying to do into that? Or, or were you just doing it? Like there's, there are certain times where, you know, I'm, maybe I'm supposed to, or like I'm reading, let's say 10 pages, right? It's like, and, and I just kind of not really engaged in it. I got like bad body language or, or maybe like I'm trying to like interact with people on, on Facebook or something like that. And it's like, okay, I'm going to make it a point to try to interact with 10 people today on Facebook. And I'm just like, you know, just kind of putting BS out there and not really making an intent with, with those interactions. Like then I can tell myself I did it, but did you really do it? Right. Cause is it, is it really going to actually move you forward? Cause I think that intent with the actions is more important than the consistency. Like if you, if you lack the intent, like you could do 30 days of something and just make no progress because you didn't even do it. Right. It's the same thing as not doing it. So that's the first thing for me is like when I feel myself slipping on intent and like starting to check boxes, which I think it comes down to awareness of that, right. Of like kind of figuring out where do I generally lack, which me is intent. And then also routines, right? If my routines like you, the starting routines, the nighttime routine is the big thing where I can slip for me. And that can lead to my sleep being off, which can lead to my energy being off the next day, which can lead to me struggling with consistency in certain areas. And so that for me, the morning routine for me is generally pretty dialed. I'll say that's not generally a weak point for me. It's the nighttime. It's the the getting locked in on Netflix. It's the getting locked in on whatever shows on TV. and and then eventually that leading to maybe worse quality sleep because I'm around more screens at night and then boom, energy is low. It's, it's this trickle effect, I think, with consistency because anything on the energy side, like if you have a bunch of low quality foods over the course of the weekend, there's nothing wrong with that, right? I had that happen last weekend when I was away for the weekend. Like I didn't have as much quality foods. I did my best. I made sure I kept my water up. I made sure I you know kept my steps up. I got my workout in every day. But like the quality of foods wasn't great. So naturally I didn't feel as good on a daily basis. And, and that can sometimes throw a wrench in people's consistency. If you haven't developed the discipline to do stuff, even when you're not in a great spot. And so I would say those are the two main areas where I see myself slipping from time to time, nighttime routine and checking boxes. Dude, those are massive. <laughs> like, so hopefully you guys took some notes on those because a lot of people are going to forget about the nighttime routine or they're going to breeze over that one, not understanding that what you do, regardless if you do focus on the nighttime routine or you're skipping over it, it's literally going to slingshot you into next day. So it's going to over exaggerate whatever it is that you did or didn't do that's setting up your next day. So I think a lot of people missed that one. That was a golden nugget right there. If I had one of those buttons, I'd hit it because that's one of the things I, I, I made sure we, we, uh, took a little note on that one because I think that that's even one that I forgot personally. So, uh, I actually tell that to my clients a lot when it comes to myself, it's one that's easy that I, I kind of brush over personally. I find myself like, okay, I do set a nighttime routine and a alarm on my phone to remind me to do certain things, but that doesn't mean I always stick to it. I think setting the alarm is the first initial stage, but if I'm not following through with actual 
action, tangible steps to say, hey, I'm doing this. And to go back to the first thing that you talked about, the clarity as to why I'm doing it and what I truly want, um, man, that can make or break either the following day or the days to even follow that like in sequence. It's not necessarily just one single day. I think the nighttime routine is huge, man. So I'm glad you brought that one up. Let's shift just a little bit. What's something that you feel like you've consistently said to your clients or something that comes up with your clients quite often that they struggle with consistency and then what's your feedback to them like what's the thing if you were to give them like first steps i know each individual situation or circumstance is probably different but what's something that if your client comes to you and you know the thing that they're struggling with is consistency what are some of the first steps that you have them do or you take them through yeah man that's a great question and so i am huge on planning and scheduling in that they like, if we don't schedule things in that it's not going to get done. And I think this would be outside of the clarity aspect that leads to it. And I would say even intention guy, cause like, if you don't have those two things, I think you're probably going to be, it's going to be rough in the first place. If we have intention, if we have clarity, I think this is the number one thing that, that most people don't do that they need to start doing. That's going to lead to a lot more consistency. And that is, planning and scheduling the essential tasks or the essential habits into your calendar. And I'm not talking about like, just like, you know, BSing yourself on it. Like put it in there. If you got to do an alarm, whatever you got to do, like remind yourself to do it. The things that we are trying to do that we haven't been doing are going to be a lot harder to remember to do right away. You have to do whatever works for you, whether that's putting a post-it note on your mirror, whether that's you know, putting alarm on your phone, whether that's putting calendar reminders in, in your in your calendar, like whatever works best for you, if, whether that's having a friend like reach out to you on a daily basis and remember, like remind you to do things like if, if you don't, if you struggle to drink water and you're just like, I didn't, somebody tells you you need to drink more water and that's like your habit that you're trying to do. What's allowing, like, what's going to lead you to doing that, right? Like some people might be able to remember just in their head, oh yeah, that's right. I got to drink more water. Most people are not going to be able to do that. And so I sit down every night without fail and I, I write down my, my essential tasks for the next day, the things I have to do. And I make sure that's down my five essential tasks. It's the power list. It's what Andy Frisella talks about. I use that. I think that anybody out there should use that with things they want to be consistent with. What are the one to three things that you need to do tomorrow and how can you remind yourself to do those things? Put it in your calendar. It's going to really allow you to be more consistent. What, what would you say like, you know, on that building on that, what is something that you kind of give to your clients as well to help them be more consistent? Yeah. It's one of the things that well, Alex and I both have a Facebook group. It's one of the things that I ask one of the first questions when somebody enters the Facebook group, I say, what's the biggest thing that you struggle with? For me as a coach, that's super important. It's how I, I cater and create my content so that I make sure I'm delivering the most valuable content I can to the individuals in the group. And a lot of the time, the recurring theme that I see when people put uh, what they struggle with is consistency. It always seems to pop up. Consistency and motivation are like the top two. I know I talked to you and you said the same thing. Like you see those common themes uh, from people hopping into the group. And so what I do, obviously each individual is different, but I, I like to share an experience that I just had recently with a client where they were like, I see you eating pizza. I see you eating ice cream. And they're talking about me, right? Like I see you eating all these things. Like how am I able to do that too? 
And of course, this is somebody who's brand new in their process, right? They are just getting introduced to uh, eating and prioritizing unprocessed whole foods, single ingredient things. Like we're starting with basics. We're starting with fundamentals for them. And I thought it was a great question, right? Because I don't want to deceive people and be like, hey, you can be in phenomenal shape and all I do is eat pizza and ice cream because that would be extremely deceptive for people. So I explained to her, I was like, well, the easiest way to explain this is it does come down to today's topic, obviously consistency. But in order to do that, I always encourage people to look at the size of your foundation. So if we're talking about like, if we're using a tree, for example, right? Like what is the size and circumference and diameter of the trunk of your tree? I like to, you know, explain it in terms of that. I've been doing this for a long time. Alex and I have been, both been doing this for an extremely long time, meaning focused on our nutrition, our health, improving it consistently day in and day out for years, not just like a quick program for 12 weeks or 16 weeks, years. So the size of our trunk through that many repetitions is going to be a lot bigger. Think of like a redwood tree, right? Somebody who's just getting started in their journey Yes, they may feel like they're consistent because they're in week two, they're in week four, they're in week six, and they're like, man, I'm being super consistent. I'm just not seeing the results that I want to see yet. Think about the amount of repetitions that you've taken versus somebody that's taken the amount of repetitions over a span of a decade. And so the size of the trunk of the tree is going to be totally different. And if we think of like an axe taking a swing into that trunk of the tree, and the axe can be your pizza. The axe can be, uh, you know, it can be your, your cheat meal, whatever it is. It could be your ice cream. It could be uh, you missing sleep, right? Each swing of the axe, depending on the size of your foundation of the tree, say for me who has been doing it for over 10 years, is going to look a lot different than somebody who's in the first six weeks of their program. And this is their very first experience that they've ever had trying to improve, uh, you know, their health and fitness and well-being. Their tree, instead of a tree, they might have like a stick, right? Like they're, they're building their tree. And so that swing of the ax can literally chop down their entire tree. Whereas me, it might chisel the bark a couple times, right? And so you have to take into consideration where you're currently at and there's different levels of consistency. It's not to take away anything from somebody who is just six weeks into their program and they're just starting their health and fitness. But I think the self-awareness around it is extremely important because there's a huge difference uh, with somebody being able to get away with eating pizza pizza and implementing these things when their foundation, the size of their tree trunk is a lot bigger than just this like little skinny frail twig, you know, that would go down if the wind blew, you know, seven, eight miles an hour, you know, they, they'd probably tip over. So I always remind people of that and, and being aware of where you're at in your journey. And it, it allows people to paint a picture of instead of it being on this binary black and white uh, spectrum, or excuse me, like black and white, um, you know, decision, yes, no sort of thing, binary decision. I like to think and remind people it's on a spectrum. So to what degree have you been consistent? You, I think a lot of people push themselves in this scenario of like, I've been consistent or I have not, instead of going, to what degree have I been consistent? And when you think of it in terms of degrees, there's so many different notches there uh, that you can now self-assess and go, oh, man, you know what? I was maybe at like a level six when I was trying to, I was self-assessing myself and I was thinking I'm like at an eight or nine, but in reality, I was really at like a three to five. And so when you can assess those individually, now you know where you're at on that spectrum. You can pick it up accordingly. You can put your foot on the throttle a little bit more. So I think there's different degrees for each individual. So 
my feedback to everybody who's getting started is to not get discouraged. There's no limit to the amount of consistency that you can have and everything that they're doing right now, if they're just starting is probably a lot better and a lot more than what they were currently doing. So they have to remind themselves of that versus comparing themselves to me who sees me like eating pizza and eating ice cream and understanding that I've built this tree trunk over a span of 10 years. And so that's a lot different than you being in week four or five or six starting a brand new program. So it's always something to shoot for. It's not, to, I, mean, I don't say that to discourage people, but I say it to, to, to paint a picture of reality so that you can see and put your blinders on and compare yourself to where you're at, not what you see me doing. I'll explain the process and why I'm doing it and what I do. Uh, but I think as soon as people are able to put their blinders on and compare their consistency to them and them only, then the game gets really fun. Because you can look at yourself and go, my consistency level might not be there and I might not have that many reps, but it sure as hell is a lot further than when I started on week one. And when you can do that, you start to build the momentum. You start to build the confidence. Uh, you start to build the belief in self, which you and I know it's what it takes to be able to get to where, where it is that you want to go, man. So I said all that. Hopefully that made sense. Hopefully that shed some light on some stuff. Yeah, man. I love it. Oh, that's all. That's like the best analogy I've heard. Go listen back to that, man. That's like I, the tree analogy is just so good. Like it's so good. We've built that base over the course of years and years. And I think of that, especially in the gym, right? Like that's, that's where I think both of us probably have the biggest base and the biggest foundation is in the gym where we've been doing it for 10, 15, you know, you probably closer to like 20, 25 years, right? Like you've been, you've been consistent in the gym and guess what happens over the course of that is like that if you have some time off, it doesn't really affect you as much. Or, you know, when you like if you yeah, if you take some time off and you go back in, like you can probably do similar weight to what you what you could do before. Like it's not like there's so many little things that like you, that little nick in the in the whole bark. I love everything about that, man. That's that's great shit. And I, I would just to add to that as well. Like, I think that's a huge thing, like comparing yourself to the person you were yesterday as opposed to comparing yourself to other people who are way down the road, right? You have these people like um, these bodybuilders in the gym that have been doing it for 35, 40 years, right? Like, like if you're comparing yourself to them and the results that they're getting, like it's, it's insane. It's, it's you comparing your page one to somebody else's page 600, right? It's, it's just a way different sides of, of the whole book. And so, yeah kind of stay in your own lane. I think that's a great thing, way to consistency. I'll also, I'll add on to that. Like some, some of my favorite things around consistency are just around enjoying what you're doing. You know, I think when, when people talk about consistency in the gym, like I was just talking about, and then also with food and with, you know, anything that you're, you're going at here to try to better yourself, get into a healthier place, lose body fat, lose weight, whatever you're trying to do. If you don't enjoy the process, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, it's going to greatly take away from your consistency. And so not to say that you don't have to get uncomfortable because I think that getting uncomfortable is a huge part of growth in anything that you're doing. But if you don't have some sort of enjoyment out of the process and some sort of enjoyment out of the habits you have, you're not going to be very consistent. And that especially goes for the gym and the foods you're eating. If you hate the foods you're eating, you're never going to be consistent doing it. If you hate the exercises you're doing in the gym, you're never going to be consistent with it. And so you're never going to get to where you want to be because consistency is what actually leads it down, down that road. And then another thing with that is just around being able to 
not overcomplicate and not overdo it. This is something that has been the biggest struggle for me in my life and something that I'm constantly trying to kind of get the reins back on here and there. Like it's, it's a, this is the first thing that not the first thing, but one of the first things that slips for me when it comes to my consistency is I try to do too much. I've had the tendency of trying to apply a million different things at once. I'm trying to do 15, 20 different habits like a day or trying to develop five new habits at once, right? It's, it's all of these things that, that you might be able to do for two weeks, three weeks, a month. Uh, but eventually it's going to fall off because you just, you can't continue to do that. There's so much mental energy that, that takes up space, even just thinking about all of those things that you're trying to build. And so start with, you know, this is common advice that we give all the time, but one to three habits, right? One to three habits that you are nine to 10 out of 10 confident you can be consistent with. This is going to be huge. Like you want to have that confidence you can be consistent with it. Don't just like pick a habit, pick an amount, and then assume you can be consistent with it. Pick a habit, pick an amount, and then ask yourself that question. Do I think that I can be nine to 10 out of 10 consistent every day? This, you know, like this whole week, next week, month, like if I had to do these habits every day, can I do that? If the answer is yes, awesome. Let's continue with those. If the answer is no, let's scale those back a little bit. Maybe take one of them out. Like whatever you got to do to get to that point where you feel super confident that you can be consistent, that is what's going to allow you to really move the needle forward. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, Alex hit it on the head there. One of the sayings that I say to my clients all the time, I sound like a, blo a broken record to them, is start sloppy. That's like one of my favorite things that I tell them. I think people... To your point, Alex, people overcomplicate things and they create this huge barrier for them to even get started. They're like, man, if I if I want to get in shape, if I want to become healthier, if I want to improve my life, I need to work out five times a week. I need to eat chicken and broccoli every single day. I need to drink a gallon of water. I probably need to accumulate, you know, 10,000 steps. Like those things are all great. And those are things, great things to strive for. But what happens is I oftentimes see people overwhelm themselves so much to the point where they just don't even start. They're like, I don't, I know these things that I need to do. But they're setting they're setting the standard and the bar so high for themselves that they actually never get started. Or they'll go, okay, that sounds like a great plan. That sounds like a great idea. All those things sound amazing, and I'm actually doing zero of those currently. So I'll just start on Monday, and Monday turns into I'll just start at the first of the month. Well, I'll just start at the first of the year, right? <laughs> this timeline of starting keeps getting pushed back further and further and further. So I encourage people anytime I'm talking to them, whether I'm on a call, whether I'm talking to them in person and they have ambitions of improving themselves, I try to ingrain the start sloppy mindset inside of them. Meaning like, what are you doing today? What's your schedule look like today? I put the pressure on them to be like, oh man, like he, he wants me to do something today, like right now. Right. And so when I do that, it takes the pressure off having to be perfect, having to have like an ideal schedule. I the, immediately I'm throwing them a curveball. They're like, oh man, how can, and then they start to think like, well, how can I wiggle this in my schedule today? What does my schedule look like today? And that's honestly the thought process that's required to be able to do this for long term. You have to have that sort of thought process. Of course, we talk about planning and thinking ahead of that. That's going to make your life so much easier. But if you're just starting, I like to throw people a curveball and be like, what's your schedule look like today? Where do you have 15 to 20 minutes? right? Let's, let's work on some air squats. Let's work on, if you can't do a push up, let's find an elevated surface. Let's do a set of 10 right now. What are you doing right now? <laughs> you, you, you got another 15 minutes with me in this meeting. Like I'm going to show you how to do this right now. And 
it gets them in the mentality of starting sloppy. You're not going to be perfect. You don't have to go to to Dick's Sporting Goods and get get your brand new workout shoes. Like you don't have to have your perfect workout clothes. You don't have to, you know, schedule it and block it out perfectly on your lunch break. Like, no, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to do it right now. And as you do it more consistently, you can fine tune, you could tweak, you can make adjustments. You've proven to yourself that you've been consistent for the last month or two and those shoes are worn out. So now you can go get your new set of shoes. But I think people like set these huge standards and these huge barriers to themselves that literally inevitably keep them from starting in the first place. And so I think dumb it down, make it simple. Just like Alex said, Give yourself something, some low-hanging fruit where you feel like 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10 that you could do. It could be the smallest thing, but it's just 1% more than what you're currently doing that's actually going to move you in the right direction. And something that you can create and drive adherence to, ultimately better consistency, is going to yield the outcome that you want. And you're going to be able to build off of it. So no need to start super complicated. No need to over-exaggerate it. Um, start right now, start as sloppy as you possibly can mess it up. That's what I tell people. Like when they first download my app and they they're, they're going through there and they're navigating, looking at nutrition and like workouts and stuff. I'm like, I want you to mess stuff up. Cause I'll go in on the back end and I'll fix it. But I want you to go in there and just do be sloppy with it. Just like literally cause a mess. And the faster people do that and they like lower this expectation of themselves to like do things perfectly, man, they just get the ball rolling. They're starting to move. They, they all of a sudden take this pressure off themselves of like trying to be great, you know, from day one, because nobody's ever going to be great on day one, like not even very extremely rare, right? Unless they had some past experience, which again, they had a ton of repetitions beforehand that nobody saw. And, and yeah, occasionally that one person, that anomaly might be phenomenal. But guess what? For the other 99.9, like we're going to start sloppy. We're going to start messy. We're going to get the ball rolling. And then from there, we can fine tune, we can tweak, we can chisel, and we can get better from there. So, yeah, man, I love your point that you make. What, what What's your advice to somebody who's in that boat, who's like, man, I'm going to start when X or, you know, they feel like they need all these huge, tangible, like, amazing things that they might see their friends doing that they've been doing for years. And they're like, oh, I need to be at that level before I start, right? Or I need to have X, Y, Z before I start. Like, what's your advice to those people? Because I know you've talked to them. I know they've reached out to you. I know you've you've come across them before. Like, what's your advice to somebody like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you kind of even said it. Like, it's meet yourself where you're at. And like, I the one question I would have you ask yourself is, what's one thing I can do today to move myself forward? Right, what's one thing that I can do today to move myself in the direction of my goals? Because that's that's where a lot of people get the misconception. Like you said, that you need to do all this stuff. That you need to do what Matt and Alex are doing on a daily basis. But really, what you got to do is what you can do on a daily basis. Like you said, start sloppy. That's the exact advice that I'm basically giving in a different format. Right? It's like one thing that you can do and then ask yourself that the next day. And then the next day, and then the next day, and then the next day. And then guess what? Like you build that momentum and that's, that's when you start to, to get into that place where it's like, oh yeah, now I'm getting dangerous, right? Now I'm getting dangerous because now I get that momentum going and it becomes easy and you start developing that discipline. You start developing competent confidence. And then maybe you ask yourself, what's two things that I can do today to move myself forward? And you start building on that and making adjustments. And then before you know it, you've made so much progress and you can look back and be like, wow, I'm in a completely different area than I was when I started. And so that's my big advice is just like one step in the right. And that's my definition of success. Really. It comes, I think that one thing that 
comes down to, it's almost like around the clarity pieces, people, you got to, you got to define success for yourself because a lot of times what I used to define success for me was these huge milestone victories, these huge achievements in my life. That was what success was being at the top of the mountain, being the best, you know, winning the award, um, quitting something, you know, like for me, like quitting alcohol or, you know, winning, you know, like it just, there's all of these different things that, that I viewed getting drafted, right? Like all these things that it's like, okay, these are huge successes, but then that was my definition of success. And so it's like, how can you live up to that? Right. It doesn't matter because if you view that, if you view the end goal as, as that, and if you view wins as like these huge things, then consistency doesn't even really make sense in your mind because you're just going to be like, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't do the big thing today. You know, oh, I didn't really achieve anything today. I, I didn't have any wins today. And those are the people who you kind of see where it's, you ask them the question, like, what were some wins from your week? And they're like, I didn't have any, right? Because their, their view of success is so high. Their view of a win is so high. And so my definition, and feel free to adopt this, anybody out there, is literally my definition of, a, of success is taking one step towards my true potential that day, you know, one step in the direction of my true potential. If I do that, the day's a win, that's success. And guess what? It's pretty easy to have successes when that's your definition of success. And I used to be, <laughs> it used to be like this. It's like, oh, Alex can never live up to success because it's above <laughs> the ceiling. It's not even, right. you know, it's not even realistic. And so I think that, and then I heard the best thing ever. I don't even know if this really fully applies. I'm trying to think of how it does, but I just, it, in the concept of success and failure, as I think failure, like when people aren't consistent or like when they view consistency as black and white, like you were talking about, then you view the not being consistent as a failure, right? And and this is this doesn't necessarily apply, but I have to say it because I just heard this and I think it's amazing. And it's, so it's rejection. And I, I used to be somebody who basically needed to be accepted. And I still struggle with this need to be accepted and always wanted to fit in, right? Like, and viewing certain things as rejection and viewing certain things as failure that don't need to be, need to be viewed as failure. And, and this lady, um, Jamie Kern Lima, I was listening to Ed Milet's most recent podcast. And she was talking about how she adopted the mantra that, that, uh, and I kind of added to it. Hers was like, rejection is God's protection. And I adopt, I kind of like adopted it, but adjusted it to like failure and rejection is God in the universe's protection. It's like protection from us, right? Maybe we're not ready at that moment, right? Like maybe we're not ready for that success. Um, also, maybe those people that like rejected us, like we weren't supposed to have them in our lives, right? Like, and it's kind of like, like I said, this does not necessarily have as much to do with this topic. But when I was talking about success, this popped into my mind. And I had to get it out there like as something that maybe somebody can benefit from if you struggle with fear of failure, rejection, all these things. Try to adopt this like mantra. And I think that it'll help you. Dude, I love that. And, and I think it absolutely correlates too, because we always talk about mindset and how important that is to create the consistency necessary to, to get to where it is that you want to go. Like understand that it may not look like the way you first initially envisioned it. And that's okay. Like the, the path to where it is that you want to go, you might have this perfect picture in your head. And then all of a sudden it's a, a perfect example is like our clients that are engaging in weight loss and are in our program. They, I, I think a lot of them expect like this, their weight loss to be like this super straight linear line and it's going to progressively 
go downward perfectly every single week by, you know, in their eyes, a pound and a half or two pounds each week. And if it's not, then it's a failure, right? And they're in this position of like, that's, that's a recipe for disaster to set yourself up mentally. And I would argue it's even further proving and solidifying that that individual is not ready to accomplish the next level from a mental standpoint. And once they make that transition of going like, oh, okay, I need to stop you know, dumping my, this could be a whole podcast on itself, but I need to stop dumping all my eggs into, to, to the emotional basket of attaching myself to the scale here. Um, all you're doing is further telling and speaking into existence that you're not ready for that next level. You're not ready to achieve that next level, which is why you probably haven't achieved it in the first place. And once you have the mental capacity, uh, the, the ability to check the ego, the ability to, to view from a different perspective, um, and put yourself in the shoes of somebody who's actually been to where it is that you want to go, they possess a different mindset. And the quicker you adopt that mindset, the quicker you'll get to where it is that you want to go. So hopefully that makes sense to people out there. I'm not saying that in a condescending way, but if you find yourself in the same mental capacity, frustrated, have to Alex's point, finding a, an inability to appreciate the wins in the week and you feel like you have no wins. My clients know every single week on your weekly check-in, I'm asking what are three positive things that happened to you this week? And if I see a NA on there or nothing, then we're going to have a conversation because immediately they don't possess the correct mindset to be able to move forward in this journey. Right. And so they're, they're, they're further proving to themselves that they're still adopting the characteristics that have got them stuck, frustrated, challenged in the first place. And it's our job as a coach to help them move through that. So if that is you, if you are listening to this and there are weeks where you're like, man, there's literally nothing that has happened positive for me and I can't seem to create consistency. I don't have any wins this week. I'm speaking to you directly. Like there are wins. If you have the ability to listen to this podcast right now, which means you're alive, which means you have air in your lungs, everything else that happens today, even the bad stuff is extra credit. Like you're here on earth breathing alive. It's another opportunity. And if you don't have the ability to look at that glass, you know, half empty versus half full and change your perspective, it's going to be a long road for you. You talk about consistency. It's going to start with the mindset first and foremost. Then from there, consistency to Alex's point will roll and you can keep building off it. You're going to build this wave of momentum. And then the process actually gets really, really fun. You don't set these super high standards for yourself. You do engage in starting sloppy. You do have fun in the process. You do get pumped off the little wins. The little wins are the things that keep you going. They're the things that keep me going, right? I had a client today tell me, and she's like, man, I, I didn't, I haven't seen these friends that uh, came and visited this past weekend. We went to a concert. I hadn't seen them in a while. And right when I felt like I was stuck in my process and my journey because the scale stayed the same, I saw a friend that saw me the same time last year. And although the, the scale read the same, obviously I'm wearing different size clothes. Their compliments were like, whoa, you look extremely different. She tried on a necklace that was once like a choker for her like a year ago. And now she put it on and it fits her like a regular necklace. Like those are things that are realization from putting in the consistent work, finding the wins, even getting compliments from other people that you haven't seen in a long time. Those are the little nuggets that can help drive consistency to keep you going in your journey, to not be discouraged, to have fun, to develop the mental capacity that is required to be able to get you to where it is that you want to go. Um, and it just can be a snowball effect from there. So be pumped off the little wins. I say all that just to be super pumped, be stoked with the little wins, 
quit creating this barrier of starting for yourself, start sloppy and, uh, man, you will enjoy your journey. Absolutely. Oh my God, dude. I love all that. Like I'm so huge on everything you just said there because just kind of building off that even more. It's like, I, I sit down every day. I told you this. So I have my gratitude in the morning, just like you to non negotiable. If you're not doing this, you're missing out on the easiest, best thing you could possibly do for your life and your happiness. And I think that that's what everybody wants in life, right? Is more happiness. They want to have bliss. They want to have, they want to feel better on a daily basis. Shift your mindset from more of a fixed mindset, a more of a, I'm focusing on my worries mindset to gratitude. It's going to increase your happiness and it's going to increase your consistency because you're going to be enjoying your life a lot more. Um, also on the whole wins aspect, the, so I do gratitude in the morning, in the evenings, I acknowledge all my wins for the day. I literally close my eyes and I envision, oh yeah, I meditated this morning. I did my daily gratitude. I looked at my manifesto on my vision board. I, I got a workout in, I got a, got some walks in, I ate some quality foods. I interacted with my family, my dog. Um, I, you know, I literally, the laundry list goes on and on and on. Like there's a million wins, but until I slipped, uh, until I flipped the switch on what I viewed as a win, those things didn't pop into my head. And I was one of the people that Matt was talking about who would have put NA on his three positive things from the week. Right. So it's, it's about shifting that definition. And then, you know, I think that this is just, it's such a game changer. Like the mindset is the key to consistency. And just to kind of summarize what we talked about today, because I think this is super duper important guys. Like, like you got to have clarity first, because if, if you don't have clarity on what you truly want and why you truly want it, like then it doesn't matter what you're being consistent. Like you, you might be being consistent with the wrong things that don't really mean a lot to you. Um, also like intent, having intent with what you're doing. If you're just checking boxes, you're never going to get to where you want to be. Having the routine set up. We both talked about how like having the nighttime routine is going to set up your day or set up your, your sleep, which is going to set up your energy levels the next week, day, which is going to make it so much easier to make the right choices, like let alone it messes with your hormones. If you have sleep deprivation, it's going to make you, you know, your hunger hormones be all messed up. You're going to maybe gravitate towards the less quality foods and you're going to make the choices that you don't want to make. Um, we could go down that rabbit hole. It's going to make, have less energy to want to go to the gym. So that's huge. The morning routine, it sets up the day for success. Like these routines throughout your day are huge. And I don't want you to buy in to having these monstrous huge routines that are like seven, eight, nine, ten things that you have to do. I used to be that guy who had the 10 thing morning routine that it's like, oh, I got to, it's seven hours. Like it's like my whole day, right? Like, and don't do that. Have one thing, one thing in the evening, one thing in the morning that are staples. That's not to say you can't have more. Like I have four or five things that I like to do, but I know that there's one thing I have to do, right? It's the gratitude. Like it's the gratitude. And then I like to look at my vision board. Like those are kind of my non-negotiables for my morning routine. Now, most days I get in everything, but like if I'm traveling, I know that like, it's okay. I just can get my gratitude, take a look at my vision board, sync that in and vision what my goals are, my dreams are and keep going. You know, we also talked about habits, right? Like, you know, sticking with one to three things that you can be consistent with on a daily basis. Matt started about starting sloppy. And making sure that you're, you know, you're, you're not feeling like you have to get everything set up and you got to get the new shoes. You got to go, you know, you get the gym membership and like get everything set up. Like, and then in two months, you're going to start. 
Like, no, start today. What's one thing you can do to move yourself forward? And then we talked about failure and success, right? Like defining, finding like success for yourself, defining wins, like just having it be such a small thing that you don't need to have this huge stuff that you that to move yourself forward it's just like these small little things are going to push yourself forward you can be consistent like if you're enjoying what you're doing if you're not doing too much like you're going to get to where you want to be and so i just wanted to do a summary of like what i kind of remembered from this podcast so far because i think that there's so many things in there that that people can gather to really move themselves forward and really be consistent on a daily basis Dude, I love that. He just wrapped up everything for you. If you need to go back, I mean, Alex just laid out the whole roadmap for you. If I were to leave you guys with one or two things, the things that popped in my mind as Alex was talking is one quote that is always mentioned to me and it easily reminds me to help stay grounded and remember this whole game is about consistency combined with the correct mindset. You can literally achieve whatever it is that you want. Remember, we always need to be reminded, but one of the quotes that I absolutely love and I always share with my clients is, I will take consistently good over occasionally great any day of the week. It's what gets it done. Remind yourself of that. I'll be consistently good. I don't have to be occasionally great. I think a lot of us try to shoot for that occasionally great, which is fine. You can hit the grand slam. You can hit the home run. But we need to lay down some bunts. We need to get on base. We need to hit singles, right? We need to drive some runs in. We need to play small ball. Those are the things that win the game, right? Like the home runs are great, but we need to play some small ball. We need to get some people on. And when you remind yourself of that, like, okay, yep, that allows me to have the mentality to chip away, to be more consistent than I am phenomenal going into each and every single day. And Alex did a great job explaining like, okay, if I'm traveling, maybe I'm not hitting seven, eight, nine things that I'm doing in the morning, but I sure as hell can buckle down on one or two of them. And, and I know one that's big for him that he mentioned that I would suggest for everybody that for some of you is going to sound like, oh, that's not going to do anything if I, you know, I hear that all the time. But the, the grateful thing, the being being uh, grateful for exactly <laughs> taking that breath and being able to open your eyes in the morning. When you do it, it will change you. When you actually buy into it and you trust it, uh, absolutely, it can make a difference for you. And then the last thing is um, I also heard something that is really cool that helps remind me as well to not try to or allows me to ditch the perfectionism of trying to be perfect. And it just allows me to get more consistent reps in is think about whoever, whether it's the future version of yourself or it's a master of something that it is that you want to do and understand, let's just say that that master, um, if we're talking karate, right? A karate master has literally done and failed more times than we've probably even tried. Like, think about that. They have failed more times than we've even tried to attempt. And when you think about it like that, it takes away, again, this barrier of trying to be perfect with things. And I encourage people to mess up as fast as you possibly can. Scratch your knees, right? Get bumps, get bruises, like make it dirty. And, and when you do that, you will be able to shape and form and chip and chisel and, and mold it into things that you can now progressively get better at versus, man, you're not going to have, you know, if you're, you're trying to get better at karate, you're not going to have that perfect kick or that perfect punch on day one. It's going to look ugly, right? You're going to look like you're throwing a wet newspaper with your left arm and you're right-handed, right? Like it's going to look gross, but the quicker you do that, the quicker you adopt that, understand that master looks phenomenal for a reason, right? They've literally failed more times than we've even probably thought about trying. And so if you think about that in your own journey, 
it will hopefully take the pressure off you so you can get started. You can create the consistency that's necessary to be able to get the amount of reps in volume to get you to where you want to go. So hopefully this helps shed some light on that. Alex, what do you got for us, man, to wrap us up? I love it, dude. I got a story for you to wrap this up because you just sparked a story with your talk there. Let's go. Awesome. Let's go. You're talking about consistency and like how the master put in so many reps to do this. And I have a story of my, like, this is why we're on the podcast today, right? This is, this is why, like, I see myself speaking on stages in the future. Um, but this is kind of compared to what you were talking about. So like I, when I got into coaching, it was through NCI. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast. I feel like I've probably told it on some episode in the past, but, um, either way, I think it applies to this. And I was in with Jason, who's like the owner of NCI nutrition coaching Institute. And he, I was in a group with him and it was like called the accelerator, you know, like how, how to like build your business. Right. And I was just starting. And so they're like, this is when I built, when I started my Facebook group, they're like, okay, you got to get a good name for your Facebook group. And now we're going to develop the cadence for your Facebook group. We're kind of going through these steps. And he's like, and now we're going to go live every week. It's like, we got to go live every week in our Facebook group. That's the big source of value in the Facebook group. You're going to help these people move forward. You're going to do it on a topic that like is based on their struggles, their problems, stuff that they um, are, are with. And he's like, you're going to have to start flipping the camera, camera around and filming yourself. And I'm like, fuck no. Right. I was like, not happening. I'm going to look like an idiot. Like I'm like people, what are people going to think? What are they going to judge me? Like I'm, I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm going to sound stupid. Like all of these different things are running through my head. And I literally quit doing stuff for like three months. Right. I yeah. stopped. I didn't do anything for three months. I was like, yeah. I'm not posting anything anymore. I might quit this whole coaching thing. Maybe this isn't for me. If I have to film myself on a regular basis, which I do know now is essential, right? Like if, if we're a brand, we have to have our face out there and we have to be able to provide value in that way. I think that's the best way to provide value. And that's why this is this, but long story short, I ended up like three months later, for some reason, I think I was just so fed up with my nine to five job. I hated what I was doing. I constantly was popping from job to job because I just did not like what I was doing. And I was like, all right, I'm willing to do this. And so I did the first one and then I did the second one and the third one and the fourth one and the 10th one and the 20th one. And now fast forward almost two years later, and it's the favorite thing that I do each week is do my live trainings, is do the podcast. It's my favorite thing to do. And so like I've gotten the reps in to get better. You know, I, I think I have a long, long way to go to be, to be great at this. But I look back at the start and I'm like, I'm a hell of a lot better than I was. That's consistency. And guess what? Consistency with doing something I was scared to do to get out of my comfort zone allowed me to find a passion that I see extreme future with. And so you never know, like even just going outside of health, fitness, nutrition, stuff like that, you never know with being consistent with something and just trying something enough times that you might be able to find something that turns into a passion that turns into your purpose on this earth potentially, or in a, or like an area, like this is an area for us to, to get our purpose out and our passion out to the world, right? Like we can help people like help people change their mindset, help people grow, help people transform their lives, help people improve their health, help people lose weight, help people do all of these different things, which I know for me is one of the things that is a part of my, my purpose, I believe is to help people transform their lives and create lasting change in their life and become the best versions of themselves. 
this is a platform for that. And I would have never found this platform without getting uncomfortable and doing something that I was deathly afraid to do and being consistent with that over the course of two years. Dude, <laughs> I mean, if you guys can't take something from that, man, come put the reps in, guys. Put the reps in, put the ugly reps in, put the good reps in. Doesn't matter. Like the reps need to be put in if you want to get to where it is that you want to go. And they got to be put in consistently. So before you think about judging yourself on the quality of the reps, start like how Alex did. And it might turn into something that once you had some resistance to and some friction towards and you didn't look forward to it, it's the thing he now looks forward to each and every single week. And it could be the same thing for you guys. The amount of reps that you put in will expose you to different uh, you know, scenarios, different perspectives, different positions that you may not even knew you were interested in, but you found them because you were literally putting the reps in and you're doing it consistently over an extended period of time. And that's how you find the things that you enjoy, that you love, that you're passionate about, that you never even knew or thought before. You know, you hear it all the time. It's like, man, I didn't know I was going to do this career. I didn't know I was going to land here. And you talk to people that actually absolutely love what they do, how they got about being where they're at. You hear some crazy stories. It was never like sometimes you you see the you know the golden story of yeah like yes I was destined to do this. But a lot of times you see people just kind of stumble upon things because they were putting in the reps consistently, and they somehow navigated and found things through trial and error over and over and over to see what they like and then see what they don't like. And when you have things to contrast it to. Like, man, things get really fun. You get to pick out and pinpoint the things that actually get you excited about life, get you excited about doing the things that you really have fun with. And uh, the sky's the limit from there, man. Awesome pod, dude. What do you got? What do you got to wrap us up? I got nothing, man. I, I appreciate every, every week talking with you, man. And uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this one, please make sure you like, subscribe, share, whatever you got to do. Like, yeah, this... I feel like this is one that a lot of people can get benefit from in really any area of their life. So hopefully this was helpful. Um, thanks for taking some time to watch this and we'll be talking to you next week. See you guys next week.